Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays Aria podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about if you demand what you're capable of from yourself. Before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor, go check out the website at pluminvestmentgroup.com. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, what's going on? I'm listening to the title you said, and my mind is going a million miles an hour trying to think of every cliche quote I can come up with. Um, do you have one on deck? I don't. <laughs> They're just spinning. Because I, gonna I let you say I was gonna give I, you, you were gonna let chance. me dad joke it or yeah. cliche, you always give me that and I and I've I've I feel like I missed the assist here and no pun intended, because that's actually the the thought of this topic came from Michael Jordan. I asked him you know, how he did so well to become probably one of the, arguably the greatest basketball player in history. You have Team LeBron, Team MJ. Kobe. And Kobe. Team Kobe. You think uh, Kobe, too, is it, would be arguably in that top three? You would put him in the top spot? I would say there's going to be a lot of people who would argue that. I think that he's been – I'm not a big basketball fan, so I, I, I couldn't speak to it, but I think he's been martyrized because of his death. And oh. RIP, you know, Black Mamba. <laughs> but I, I, I think that – you know, when you talk about basketball greats, I think MJ's in the conversation no matter what. Obviously. Yeah, so, of course. a lot of people ask how he got to that, and he said because he, he always demanded more from himself. And so I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about what we do in our daily lives and how much we really don't command or demand the best from ourselves at, at every fucking day. Yeah. And, and I know we're all guilty of this, and I... I, I think about I think for me it goes back to like I go to the, I start the day off at the gym. Everybody that's talked to me knows I don't come I don't get to the office till ten because from seven fifty till about nine fifteen I'm at the gym. And then I think about I think about those workouts and the workouts I do and I think that I I mean I go back and I, I if I'm being honest with myself, I can say there's there's runs of three and four months at a time where I just go through the motions. I use the same weight, I do the same exercise, and I don't push myself harder. It's I'm still working, I'm still putting in effort. But it's not the best of myself. Yeah, I would agree that this is something that most people deal with, myself yeah. included, right? It's And for people that don't know, when we are sit down to do our podcast, uh, um, Justin always asks me what I if I have anything I want to talk about. Most of the time I say, I don't know. And then he says, well, I have a list. Yeah. And he spits off a list. And the second or third one he said today was this topic. And yeah. it just immediately jumped out to me because it's the beginning of the new year. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of people getting trying to get their businesses started, mm-hmm. new year, new me. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get tied down with life and work and everything else. And there's so much – like, and, and this is like – because my immediate question was like, okay, are they giving themselves everything they can? Are they demanding everything they can of themselves to make everything happen? Okay. And I think what pile, what's going to happen this year is people just aren't going to – uh, live up to what they can do. They're not going to live up to what they want to do, and there's just going to be a bunch of failure. I I like that, and I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to deviate from that thought process a little bit, and ask you a question. Mm-hmm. It's not a tough question, but can you control your effort? Uh, yeah, at 100 percent of the time, 
And we forget that as people that if you're an entrepreneur, you have to be high performer. You cannot be lazy. You cannot just sit there and be like, well, I hope it's going to happen for me. You have to be willing to get in there and do it. And you can't hide behind a computer screen. You got to make the phone call sometimes. You got to make multiple phone calls. You got to knock on multiple doors. You have to make it happen. And you have to demand that from yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Adam's not going to call you on Thursday night and say, hey, did you make those 10 phone calls you were supposed to make today? No. You're just expected to do it. You have to command it. So I sit there and I, I go back to the gym and I'm like, okay, well, what would make my workouts better? So I added in supersets again. You want to talk about sweating and hurting and feeling the pain again? Okay, I can do better. Like, do I do a triple set on some? Do I add some active athletic workout in? Because that's just, and it's easy to say, Jim, now, now how does that translate to business for us? And what does that do? And, and, and what does that look like in that scale? We said, hey, subdivides, that's kind of where we've been looking at raising funds and doing doing those things. But as you start to open that floodgate and you start to have those conversations, you get inundated with more deals. And you're looking at it going, shit, can we handle all this? Then you get to that scary feeling of, can I do it? And you know that if I keep my head down and I follow the steps that I've learned over the last six years, that I can. You just have to keep processing. And that's where you fine-tune your processes. Mm-hmm. And being inundated, like you just said, <clears throat> can kill self uh, progress. Yeah, right. Because at some point you're gonna have to make a choice. Say, holy shit, I am way overworked right now. I'm either going to change something, mm-hmm. or I'm just not gonna do things. Okay, and that's when excuses pop up. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm saying at that point somebody's not reaching in it. What's that? Who's that? That that Navy SEAL? The David? Is it the uh, David Goggins? Yes. So. He tells you like that's kind of like in my mind when I hear that you're at that that percentage where you're only using forty percent of your capability. You're just scared. It's it's uncomfortable, and now you're dancing around it like I'm just not going to do. It. I'm just going to sit here, and that's where you really have to grab you have to grab yourself by the nuts and just keep walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about this all the time. It's like uh, uh, you know, people come up with excuses mm-hmm. or they don't make decisions because they're the business owner or, or they're in a position where they are the business owner and they're just not making. D- decisions yeah right and so when i think of like um, not get, demanding the best from yourself you're just kind of not doing what you need to do like you, yeah. you let excuses override everything and you know it's like oh i'm i'm i have to work all day and then take care of the kids well mm-hmm. if you really want this t- to happen you want to make things happen then you'll get up earlier yeah stay up later you'll find the time during the day i know for a fact that nobody is so busy that they can't find a few minutes here and there to do what they need to do yeah i agree with that i I had one of the conversations I had in a mastermind group I'm in, they, they were talking KPIs. Uh, I'm trying to check these percentages to make sure I'm doing what other people just kind of benchmarking to see what other people were getting, like their net profits and things like that. And then I saw in a group today where a guy was asking about his turnaround times on getting properties closed. Like he was self-closing. How long has it taken him? You know, and, and those questions like that. And I'm like, if you were giving your best, would it even fucking matter? Like you're, you're doing the deal. You're doing it. You're working through this. You're, you it's kind of like when you catch a fish and it's on a hook and you're reeling it in do you go up oh, well i'm just gonna let it sit there a little bit no you yank the lip and you start to get it up to the boat you know you you, you start to reel it's and that's what you need to attack you need to attack this business like that in my opinion i think those that sit back and like ah just wait till tomorrow to get it well, what are you doing for the next 20 minutes because there's not a lot of tasks that take hours and hours and hours mm-hmm what do you think about measuring things like that? When I hear someone saying they're measuring like how long it takes for them to self-close it, it just feels like they're over-analyzing this. 
what I what what I hear when I hear that, or what I think when I hear that, is a person is been successful being an employee, and they're doing what's comfortable for them. It's not that they're going to take the ship and go. And maybe I'm way off base. Maybe I'm so far away from doing that because I spent my my previous professional career was measuring every KPI you could possibly think of and how to manipulate that data to give me the best results. So when my bosses looked at my numbers, my 13 core or 14 core competencies that they wanted to measure me by, that all of them were above goal and I looked good on paper. Now, did it mean that's really how well the business ran? No, but on the macro, when they looked at it month to month, oh, Justin's making improvements every month. Oh, this 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 place is running great. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's just it's a corporate mindset they're trying to take over the entrepreneur because that's what they're comfortable with. That's their woogie. Yeah, I hear two sides of it. Like, I, I want to envision that the person is, like, doing so many deals and they've got a team of people working for them and they're trying to figure out ways, kind of like you just said, mm-hmm. to, to make it better. Yeah. Okay, well, my VAs are taking five days to close this deal and they should be taking three. I need to manage that. Yeah. Well, I also see the side where, like, they're really not doing much. Yeah. And now they're trying to, like, justify them running their own business by measuring things that don't really matter because their business isn't big enough. Yeah. Um, what I don't hear by either one of those things, I don't think, is uh, revenue generating activity. Yeah, because that's not. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's, it. I guess it could be. A, it could stop the leak if you have one, or if you have, say, I have a VA that's charged me by the hour, and it's taken her an hour and a half, two hours to look at a property. When you look at it, it takes you twelve minutes. You know, it's it, there's there could be something like that, and I could say that could create some revenue. But I'm reaching for that, man. I'm not. That's not really what I. I, I'm like, I'm trying to be benefit of the doubt here and trying to be positive. And I, you know, you, you said something earlier about like making the decision. If you command what's best for you, you don't have to make the decision because you will be, you'd be willing to take the hard route if you have to. And, uh, you know, if, if you work with us, like I have uh, Rachel works with me. I, I put a question to her yesterday and she didn't want to make the decision right on the spot. And she's like, well, and I said, well, this is kind of like one of those things you have to make the decision sometimes when this is your business, you got to make it. So it's one way or the other, which one do you want to do? And she just kind of sat and smiled. She's like, well, which way are you leaning? And I said, no, this one's on you today. And, you know, she did it. It She made a decision. She did it, and it and it panned out. And then she got to see how it came to fruition. And she and sometimes you, you're trying to accommodate somebody else in her situation, which I could think, that, well, what, is, what does he want? It's his business. It's his land. Or what, what do you think we need to do? But at the same time, if you're commanding what's best for you and your companies, you, you'll make those decisions after experience. And you, you're going through the repetitions. You start pulling it. And this, this this is not only for the new investor, but some of the old investors, they've gotten lazy in their ways and they're not learning, they're not pivoting, and then they're wondering what the hell's going off on their mail counts and their things. They're not growing and they're not commanding themselves to learn more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you make a decision, it's, it's, it's going to pan out. You're either going to make the right decision or you're going to make a decision and learn from it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, there's no wrong decision. You either... Make the decision it works or it doesn't, and you just pivot back to the decision, the other option you had. Yeah, that's how you become a seasoned business owner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how you become a seasoned land investor. You you've become experienced, and that's what we talked about. What last week or the week before? I think it was last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's uh, oh man, I just I think about every part of our life, and and maybe I'm a little bit more critical on commanding the best for myself. Like I ex- I have certain expectations that how to do something, when to do it, how, how it goes. And I can't let just make me personally, I can't let stuff sit. And, you know, there's things that I will be lax on, but there's so much more when it comes to running our companies and um, growing and deals. I, I just, I, I can't let it sit and I have to do it a certain way. And I, I know that some people that have worked with me in the past, they, 
it throws them off because of that the way the very particular ways that I like things done. They say uh, some of the best business owner CEOs are psychopaths like that. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> I worry about that sometimes. Like I, I can tell that I border that in some aspects. And you know, in previous professional career, they would call me Hitler or Little Hitler because of the way that I would. And I'm sorry for any Jewish listeners we have. It is not meant like that. That's that they called me just because I was so strict on protocol and and process that it was like, hey, this is our process. If we're doing it and it's wrong let's make it right and change the process. If we're doing it and it's right, then everything should click and your, your business should run better. I know we have a problem when you show up and you're like wearing the same outfit every day from now on. Cause it just, it takes, that's too much the brain power, too for much. Me. One more decision. You don't want to make that day. So that's, it's like, well I did. I bought that five pack or the 10 pack of shirts from fresh teas. And all I had to do is grab a different color for every day. So it was, whether it's jeans or shorts and I had like four pairs of shorts to choose from. I don't see you wear those much anymore though. It's winter. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> I know, but I, I I wore I wore this shirt today. It has buttons on it. My wife bought it for me, and I didn't know if I would like it or not. But it it looked like it would be a good color for today for the weather. Good looking shirt. Thank you, yeah. Jessica. She, Adam said you did good. Yeah. I noticed when he came in. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was good trying, job, Jess. I was trying to dress up today because I had a call. I wanted I wanted some of my uh, consultant clients to see me with a collar today. Oh. <laughs> Zoom call then. He had Zoom calls. Yeah, had a couple. So very nice. Well. What, if you could give one trick for somebody to command their self, best for their self, what would you do and how would you tell them to do it? Oh, Mr. wow. So. On the spot, huh? Yeah, no, no, just a little trick if you got one. Hmm. I don't know if I have a little trick, but, like, there's things that I won't uh, let myself go the entire day without, like, getting by. If it's important or whatever, yeah. like, you know. And for me, if it's not written down, okay, then it's not getting done. Yeah. And so I know, and I'll put the most important things at the top of the list. Okay. Even though they don't always end up being the first ones done, but yeah. just because of the top, they're most important. Okay. Um, and I definitely live by that. Like, I make a list every single day, and then I'll make them, I may make two or three lists. Yeah. I mark them out and redo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Okay. So, to do lists are a savior in your world and help you stay organized to be the best Adam South that you could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think probably not letting uh, a lot of, yeah, I don't really know. That's a good question. Yeah. I will say, I'm going to give you mine. I will say find an activity that you can push yourself past your comfort level. Meaning, whether it's if you run, you try to run a little bit farther. If you work out, you add two pounds or five pounds to it if you completed the sets. And me and my wife, we have this discussion all the time because she gets mad because I just add weights to her stuff because she she is the, the polar opposite where she'll do the reps, but she doesn't increase the weight over time because oh, I'm supposed to do 135 on this. Where I, I'll say, okay, you did 135 both sets last week. Now go to 137. That way you're constantly pushing yourself a little bit harder and you're, you're trying to get a little bit better. It doesn't have to be monumental changes, but you're trying to increase that workload just a little bit more. And, and when you do that over the course of a year, your results are going to be exponentially more. Cool. All right. Well, I was just about to say we're not going to be here next Friday, but we will be. We're going to be in Mexico, yeah. realistically, celebrating my 40th birthday. This is the one... Where I go over the hill. Yeah. So, but we're going to record and drop it out for him? Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why we wouldn't. Okay. I'm buying all of Adam's drinks at the hotel because it is all inclusive. So he will be nice and uh, relaxed. I think technically I bought all my drinks when I bought my ticket. You did. You did. But I, I'll pay the tip. Oh, okay. I thought tip was included. It is. Oh. You're not helping me here, Adam. Oh. 
Maybe you can get me a drink or something. Okay, like I'll, I'll be your waiter just once. You know, just I mean, it's your birthday weekend. I don't expect you to wait on me. But, okay, okay. But know, if I'm gonna, I'll get, just... I'll get you more drinks than you get me just because it's your birthday weekend. Okay, fair enough. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Then, uh, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, and re review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.